meet you um so today we're going to be doing uh deep breaths <laughs> i got it <laughs> <laughs> so relaxed you have to do three deep breaths it'll all... i do four perfect okay what the fuck is up, y'all? My name is Jared Zhang. This is episode four of Unguarded Conversations. And today we're interviewing my good friend, Drelly, a.k.a. Mondrell Fields, a.k.a. the Eddie Murphy of rap music, who, uh... <laughs> Don't <laughs> say my... Why you say my government name? <laughs> AKA... Don't say my government name, my He's, uh... He's well, been known to, uh, hey, it's my turn. You get to talk in a second, okay? He's been, he's been known to blend house music, hip-hop, and surrealism, believe it or not, to create his own style of swag bop music. Um, Drelly is based out of L.A., coming from Ghana via Minneapolis. Um, and he has, he's had a pretty big year so far, dropping banger after banger. Get his song "We Don't Sell Dope" on the HBO blockbuster Insecure, and now we're here to talk about creativity, perseverance, and learning to feel how we feel. So, what's up, Drelly? How you doing today? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Um, enjoying my morning. I'm here. I'm drinking some uh, some nice green tea, and uh, yeah, how about yourself. Bro, people be sleeping on tea. I feel like more people should drink tea. No, for real. I definitely feel that because it's like I just start like I've been drinking. I really like uh, matcha tea as well. I started drinking tea and uh, it definitely has a like it, like I don't know. Hot tea is really good, too, on the days when it's like, you know, you feel a little congested. But then cold tea is like good, too. People be sleeping on that. I feel that. Um, more tea, less water or more tea and more water. Yes, more tea and more water would be the, the go. So yeah, let's start from the music tip, right? How long have you been make, making music for? I would say definitely, like, seriously, for probably like four years now. Okay, I bet. Um, yep. And how'd you get into that? Man, I always been, like, listening to music, or, like, when I was younger, like, especially, like, uh, like, MTV jams and stuff like that, like, when I was younger, me and my brother, we would be watching, like, music videos a lot. And, like, no one really in my, nah, no one in my family really was, like, making music, honestly. But I was already, I was, like, really big on it. And then, like, come, like, freshman year, a lot of my friends, they were, like, of making high school. Mu- high school, yes, yes. Freshman year of high school, yeah. They were all uh, making music and stuff. They would just be playing around. And then, like, I had, like, tried to, like, throw in a little verse on something. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, since, like, freshman year, I kind of just kept on playing around with it. And uh, after that, like, I would say probably, like, junior year of high school, I tried, like, wanting to actually take it serious, you know? Yeah. And uh, 
yeah, kind of just been going then ever since and just kind of just trying to keep elevating the craft, you know? Yes, sir. Um, what would you say your style is? I would say my style is like definitely like a blend of house with a blend of like hip hop, but then like still like electronic trap in a way. But that's why, yeah. So if people, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Um, kind of like uh, I think I think I talk, had a talk with you before, and you told me that uh, Amine is a big influence of yours, right? Yeah, he's super dope. Okay, and Joey Badass is a big influence, correct? Yes, yes. Joey Badass is actually the reason why I started making music too. Really? Well, yeah, like I remember when he first came out with like 1999, all that stuff. That's when I was really just like into music a lot too, because that was right when I was right before, like that was like eighth grade summer, right before I was going into ninth grade. When I did meet my friends, I like really like got me to own the first mic. You know what I mean? But at that time, I was feeling very inspired by him. Yeah, Joey Badass. Joey Badass back when you're in ninth grade, that was like 2013. Yeah, like 14. Yep, 2013, 14. Okay. What was he dropping back then? He dropped like 1999, the mixtape, all of that. That's when they was doing like the pro era stuff, survival tactics. That song was going up. Um, RP Capital Steez, he was in that. They were doing a lot of their like tapes back then. So. Um, yeah, they were just going hard. That's when it was like Flatbush Zombies, you know, all the Beast Coast stuff. Why do you make music? I say I make music, man, really? Because, like, just, I like the the process of being just, like, creative and, like, the feeling that it comes with. It definitely helps me to kind of, like, escape, like, what I'm doing, like, in my, like, everyday life, you know what I mean? And kind of just, like, now, kind of when I look, especially now, I've like been doing music for the years, like I've been able to create like a world around just like just my music, you know what I mean? And then like separate from just like my everyday life, if that makes sense. Um, and it's kind of like if I, I, I can escape to that world when I want to get like a little vacation or something and make something and then come back and then play, you know what I mean? So I'm constantly like making music to like make a soundtrack like throughout my life. I got you. So kind of in a way, you can think of it as an escape to real life. But I mean, it seems like now as you're starting to build some momentum, you're kind of creating your own reality, you know? Right, right. Yeah, my my own reality is turning into my reality. I do feel that. But that's the, that's, I mean, I would definitely want, like, that's the end goal, you know what I mean? To blend it all together. But as at least right now, of the whole reason is being able to escape right now to be able to make something cool and then come back and look at it with different perspectives and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Um, and I mean, now with like the year you've had and that stuff kind of like comes into fruition, I bet that feels fucking good, huh? No, definitely, man. Cause it feels like, oh dang, it's finally starting to pay off. Obviously still a long way to go, but just even seeing those little steps that, you know, if, you, if you're going in that right direction, it makes it, you know, it feels like a relief off of you. Yeah. And while you're creating it, like all creatives and are entrepreneurs and artists in a way. Right. So like, it's kind of, it's kind of tough when you're in the moment, like cooking shit up or when you're like recording or when you're making the art itself and you're like, right. oh, I just have to put this out there and believe in myself right now. Right. But 
Right, right. But when you when you see like when you look back and be like, damn, I really did some shit. I bet I bet you that's something like entirely rewarding in itself. Exactly. And just keep trying to chase that every time to keep on finding that rewarding feeling, you know? Yeah. And that's why like the art feels good because it's like when you get done with all of it, it's like ah, I accomplished something. You know, you feel accomplished. I feel you. I a hundred percent feel you. How has your routine changed? Well, I would say not being well, my routine has changed, but I'm not able to go to like studio sessions and stuff like that. I'm not able to go out to certain stores and things. So, I mean, like my routine has changed where like I kind of have to adapt to like the new norm as far as just like, you know, going outside, wearing a mask, not being around a lot of people and by not being around a lot of people has made me like do more things that I kind of realized I love more than actually seeing people if that answers the question okay yeah what are those things for you um those things would kind of be like now just keep exercising every day I go on a hike every morning now to just keep my brain just like you know just exercising my thoughts and ideas and try to like eat a really good balanced breakfast every morning yeah i feel you because that's like getting having a good start to your morning really like can change your life in the long run you know um exactly from for i i don't know if you feel this way as well like if i get up check my phone a lot and like end up kicking it at home like maybe like start off smoking a bowl even then it kind of like slows my day down a little bit and some days you need those days but like on days where i'm trying to be productive that's not what I need, you know? Right. So but if I get it, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah, exactly. Just trying to, like, fill my day up now. With my, my routine has changed more now to trying to fill it up with more productive things right in the morning to, like, have, like, yeah. a long, like, you know, energy throughout the whole day. Gotcha. Because you'd be doing these hikes at, like, 8 or 9, right? Yes, yes. I wake up early here, yeah, about, like, 8 or 9, um going to hike here onto the Hollywood sign hike and uh yeah it's definitely very like calming once you get all the way up to the top and I feel like relief I feel like I accomplished something for the day yeah I feel that and sometimes like it, it's nice to go on a hike on your own because it's like the only person you comparing yourself to is is yourself huh like when we're when we're whether it's like any type of exercise where it's like a dolo exercise, we kind of like can ha- develop a better understanding a relationship with not just our physical, our physical, but also our like mental capacity. Exactly. Exactly. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, bro. The other day I took shrooms before this three-hour hike. Um, and that shit fucking low-key sucked because it was, like, 100 degrees. I only had one bottle of water. But because of that, it made me very, like, like in touch with how I was feeling physically, like, how to conserve my energy and what parts to, like, run a little bit more, like, or use a little bit more energy. Does that make sense? By you doing the drugs, you're saying? Well, by taking shrooms before, like, because shrooms make, make me or help me become more grounded so definitely it helped me become more like 
I, I just feel like I'm more in tune with my body, my physical and my mental, as well as like being more understanding of where I am on the hike and stuff like that. So even though it was a really tough hike, it kind of like the toughness of the hike also helped me like process some things that I had like that I was thinking about or trying to understand. Does that make sense? No, definitely. And that's why I feel like I enjoy doing it in the morning because then it's just like, once you like, at, yeah, because that, that process of you going up and it feels really tough, it makes you think about all the other tough things that's in your life. And then once you get to the top, it's just like, dang, none of that stuff even matters no more because I just like got through all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a metaphor for kind of like your daily struggles. Exactly. Our exactly. daily struggles. Exactly. Super fire. Um, so throughout, throughout, so that kind of helps you like, physically and mentally stay in tune right yep yep um how do you creatively stay motivated right now like how where are you drawing inspiration from because i feel like a lot of people might have that question if they were to ask you right now really right now where i'm drawing i would say just like the team that i'm working with i would say that like this kind of seeing my friends like still prospering and like you know um just kind of still achieving their goals, even through the pandemic, it's kind of, like, made me realize, like, yo, like, all the people that I have in front of me right now are the people I should be drawing inspiration from because it's just, like, they give me the reason to keep going, you know what I mean? When I see other, like, my friends, like, still going at it and not, like, making an excuse because of the pandemic. Yeah, So I feel that. I've been kind of just taking my inspiration from that. And plus, I've been kind of drawing a lot as well, just kind of like sketch ideas and things like that. So, like, that's been helping out a lot um, to just keep me into a different, uh, just into a different space, you know what I mean? To just make me feel like I should, uh, you know, keep going to what I'm doing as well and just kind of like believing in my ideas as much as possible. Yeah, I feel that. Definitely touching on drawing a little bit. Um, have you have you always drawn or is it kind of like a recent thing? No, yeah. I mean, I just started drawing because I mean, like with, with my videos and everything, I'd be kind of just like drawing out like little sketches of like what I, I can see myself doing in the videos. So I've been doing that really for like the last year or so. But like they're not anything like a crazy drawing. They're just kind of just like little things to kind of like let my brain and eyes like because I'm like a very visual person. So like once I like write something down or just like draw something then it's like oh okay this makes sense to kind of just connect the dots so yeah i would say i've been doing that now for like a year or so yeah that's that's fire i uh i definitely feel that drelly i i didn't always i drew a lot as a kid and then growing up you growing up i mean playing sports and stuff i kind of faded away from that mm. and also in the past year or two as I've started kind of drawing again, I'm like, damn, this is fire. It's it's kind of like, it like makes me feel like I'm releasing a type of energy, you know, or unlocking like a different type of energy or like creativity within myself, which has pushed like my, which has pushed and like raised my like limits in other types of creativity. Right. No, definitely. Drawing is definitely a really good outlet. I've been trying to, I'm, I'm realizing I should do it more. They kind of just like, you know, unless your imagination run wild too. That's the thing I like. Yeah. I feel that a hundred percent. 
um i've i've been working recently on because i used to plan out everything even like stuff like drawing or like and even and drawing is something that's more like self-care you know so recently i've been kind of learning like when it comes to self-care or when it comes to like having fun whether it's drawing going on hikes playing basketball like mm-hmm. stuff that like is kind of like a self-care type of balance i've been learning to kind of like not plan that within the day but to like just do it when i'm feeling it you feel me and like go with the flow more rather than setting it like making it feel like a chore you're saying yeah 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 so i feel like you're pretty good at that right kind of just like going with what feels right in the moment exactly yeah i've been definitely trying to do that a lot more because then it's like once it feels like more of a job or a chore i definitely don't feel as creative i normally feel creative when i'm not like it's like weird like i i really feel the most creative when i shouldn't be doing things like when i have something else that's way more important you know then I'll have like a yeah. million and one ideas and I'm like, yo, I'm going to just go do this right now because it feels right, you know? Yeah, I feel that 100%. Like you might have a whole day of like meetings planned, but on that specific day, you might feel like, oh, I might drop some bangers today. Yeah, n- never on the drop in the music randomly. Nah, I kind of go, <laughs> I, I go by that, by, by like a good schedule. But I mean, as far as like making music, I might be like, dang, like, all right, I want to, I feel really good today. Tomorrow will be the day that I get in the studio, you know what I mean? Because I'm feeling yeah. good, you know? So like things like that, I would do more sporadically. Um, but as far as like get like just dropping music, I don't never just like, oh, I'm going to drop a song today. Like I never do oh, that. Oh yeah. Okay. So drop some bangers to me. Like, w- like the, the saying is meant for like, oh, I might just like let some shit fly today that that's going to slap. I just I just explained something that didn't make sense with something else that was like filled with words that a lot of people might not understand. But dropping bangers basically means like I'm gonna let some creative slash like good music out of my like out of my head today. It doesn't necessarily mean like drop music. You feel me? Oh yeah, I've just never heard that term, so I was kind of confused. <laughs> nah, you good, bro? Uh-huh. Uh, so cool, Drelly. Um. So, Drelly, what's been something you've been struggling with during 2020, um, whether internally or, I guess, even routine-wise? Um, I would say um, it's just expressing how I feel towards other people in certain situations. Okay, for sure. What's uh, What do you mean by that? Like? So, like feeling like I should I kind of say I care I care about people's feelings a lot so I, t- I tend to steer away from things that or say things that may be even the truth that may hurt someone's feelings oh okay I get what you're saying so like and that's like normal right that's like human I, I get that that's like a part of emotional intelligence uh, but to, to want to do off- that but then also, like, if it make it kind of like bites me in the butt, I would say by um, when I like feel like I left the situation saying something that I should have said, you know? Yeah, or didn't say. Right. I get what you're saying. So, um, where do you think that kind of comes from, or what's like an example? So, so that the listeners get like a better idea. Do you mean like 
whether it's like with family and like bring bring up something that might might stir up some trouble or like even like working creatively or professionally when you know that this might be something to kind of like that's hard to talk about or like you know will start up like not an argument per se but like stir up some shit you know Right. I would say in all areas of my life, I would say. Okay. Um, creatively, family, friends. Um, but yeah, I don't need to steer. I steer away from that because I'm like, or certain because people can't handle everything I say or I might, what I'm saying might come off as a wrong way or rude, you know? So then, but really, I've been trying to like, take it in a little bit more of like what the person is saying to be able to like find the right words that's not coming off rude that actually tells how like you know actually shows or tells like how I'm feeling you know towards that situation or towards that person or whatever yeah. topic we're talking about especially now because it's like especially with the internet everyone has their own opinion you know or they feel like they are more woke than the next person so it feels like I normally, I, I, when someone acts like they already know a bunch about a situation, I just let them tell me what they know, you know what I mean? Rather than me, even if I might know actually something better than they do, you know what I mean? Because I try not to like, I feel like now it's more of a, like a one-up of like how much information someone knows, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Because there's so much circulating Exactly. So, then it gets it gets weird where like you know you're in relationships with friends or your family and things like that and it's just like i don't think that's really how that should you should think about that situation but i just let them think that way because it's just like maybe what i say might push them over the edge and might not like you know they might not like what i said and then it kind of like like causes a conflict yeah and that's a hard space to navigate jolly i get what you're saying like Let's let's use an example of like let's say politics, right? Mm. We don't have to like talk about politics between you and I, but I'm saying like that's something that gets people fucking exactly. Story, you feel me? Because some people um, have you know, and in, no, no, you go yeah, ahead. Certain people have just like different beliefs and like what they think is right because it's been instilled to them from their family and everything, you know. So it's like that's something I won't be able to change. So I, with things I can't change, I don't even worry about, you know. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. That's that's a really that's a really good like point to bring up because I feel like a lot of people might like like you and I, Jelly. Let's say we grew up in the same family, right? And and we had the exact same like uh, same type of upbringing, but maybe I went to school in North Carolina and you went to school in in Northern right. California, right? And like because of the like information that we we get processed through our like communities and through even social media like there there could be so much divisiveness over like different social media algorithms like me and my mom or me and one of my best friends Kyle who like just are in different like let's say friend groups or communities can like see like a very leftist or very liberal view one of us can see a very liberal view and one of us can see a very conservative view even though our values and upbringing wasn't too different. It's just like we're we're f- like fed the type of information by the news so that it like divides us in a way. Right. Does that make sense? And it's a, yeah, exactly. So 
but I'm always very open to hearing both, like, you know, hearing someone else's perspective. That's why I feel like I, I'm more of a listener. I'd rather just, like, listen to what people have to say. So then that way I can take that information and then maybe apply it to a different experience in my life, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, have you ever heard of the, the, the Socratic method? No. So um, basically the method is literally to just keep asking questions. So, like, recently in these conversations, I've been hearing of people where rather than telling people, like, like if you and I believe, on, believe in two different things, it's impossible for me to just, like, tell you what's good and you just accept it. Right, right. But it's kind of like the Socratic method is the art of just questioning and, like, asking questions. Because someone can't get mad at you for asking them questions about what they believe. And if you can steer the conversation or steer their, like, thought process towards questioning more stuff. Right then that's, as, that's all we could do. You feel me? I feel that. And I feel like I do that kind of like and subconsciously, like always continue to ask questions because like I do be curious, you know, or why yeah. like certain people think like that or why people think that their life is a certain way or why do they feel like they can't overcome an obstacle that I feel like they can, you know? Yeah. And that's a hard space to navigate, Charlie. That's like super tough. And I feel you on that because there's oftentimes where I'm like, bro, this isn't that tough. Exactly. You know, like, to, to you, or, like, it might not seem that tough to, like, the person listening, but to that person, that might just be the toughest thing in the world. Right, but I look at it, it, like, it might be a, the toughest thing in the world to that person because they're not open to a different perspective. They're only open to their perspective of how they should go about that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then that means 100%. that, like, they're putting up a, they putting up a wall for a way that how they could actually probably change their situation in a whole for the better. But, you know, you, yeah. And there's no way to like break down that wall from your end, but more so like, how can we kind of like smooth this wall down together, you know, or like build a ladder together. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like when you shift from you and I to we, when you like rather than sitting at opposite sides of the table, once you like kind of like feel like, OK, let's sit on the same side of the table and navigate this problem together. Right. I think it might be a little bit easier. Exactly. So fire. Um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of. Oh, last question, Drelly. I think so. Just now we're talking about like. All these, all these things we're talking about, talking about how we really feel in hard situations, mm. which is like just a tough thing for everybody, especially right now, because there's, it's like a very sensitive and delicate like uh, landscape of conversation right now. So, um, and I understand where you're coming from when, when you're saying like, oh, like if, if, cause you grew up in uh, Minneapolis, yep. right? Um, but you have family that's from the South, correct? Yep. So, bro, I'm from Texas, so I, I get what you're feeling, saying about that. When you have old folks from Texas that are, that are like, oh, I'm set in my ways, you, you, could, like, you could be like, yo, like, like, you could tell them, hey, like, if we'll, we'll cut off your right arm if you're not willing to just listen about this. They would rather get their right arm cut right. off than be like, oh, I'm down to listen sometimes. Exactly. Right? Where do you think that comes from, Drelly? Just the way that they were brought up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I definitely think it was, yeah, it's definitely mainly the reason, like, how they were brought up and what their parents put in their, 
and their like you know in their heads was what that was the right thing for them to be doing you know because it's just like yeah when generations on generations are doing the same exact thing or going by the same rules that they make up between their family it's you know big people are like the the it's only going to keep on following but the thing is with me i realized like i have a very loving caring family but it's certain things that i just don't think i should do that is the right thing you know what i mean that they consider the right thing so it's like rather that be me going off to college or me becoming a doctor or you know what i mean like the normal things that most families think that their kids should do and i definitely think it's a blessing that my mom didn't really um put those like you know put those things on me that i should do certain things you know what i mean she kind of always was just like i know you're going to do the right thing regardless rather i tell you or not you know so yeah that was able to she trusts you yeah exactly exactly so she was able to like without even really telling me the right thing to do like just setting that example you know which allowed me to be like yo like my mom is like single parent she raised me and my younger brother amazingly and it's taught me to just kind of just like you know she cares for a lot of people as well so it's like i i definitely take those traits and her like you know her even being able to survive and take care of two kids at a single mom was definitely very inspiring to me and the fact that like i can take you know i can see that as someone as my role model and apply that to my life and to my kids someday, you know, of like pretty much just doing whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? That you feel like your heart is telling you you should do. Obviously yeah. for the good, not like in the bad, but like, you know. Follow your intuition and trust. Yeah. Trust in the universe. Exactly. Because it's like what you put out is definitely what you're going to get back, you know. Yeah, for sure. It is all energy compounds, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read The Alchemist? I have not. No, nope. bro. Literally, if you ever, if you ever do anything that I'm like, you should check this out. You should read The Alchemist, bro. It's like the Bible to to my life. Hello. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was gonna income a call. My bad. No, you good. I was just saying, if you ever take any advice from your boy. Mm-hmm. Check out the book, The Alchemist. It's literally about following your personal journey and your intuition and finding your, like, finding your treasure. Mm. Um, and that may be financial for some people, but, like, from this book kind of showed, like, your treasure is kind of just, like, trusting that you got the sauce and going with it. I like that. You get me. I like that. Fire. Okay, Drell. Um, and so I think you talked a little bit about like how why it's so hard for like uh, why it's so hard to kind of like delve into some stuff with like the old folks. Like I, I when you said that it kind of I let you just keep talking, but like when you said that it kind of like reminded me of stuff. Cause like whenever let's let's talk about like let's say when we tell like how our parents right or like our older folks like an example is like i i talked to my stepdad who's like 70 now about about him bringing me up and some characteristics i didn't like 
And once I brought that up, bro, he got peeved. Like, he was, like, so pissed off because mm-hmm. I wasn't just questioning or telling him how he brought me up was wrong. But it's, like, I was also telling him how his his dad brought him up was wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, you said you were also telling him what? I said, besides me, like, I said, in that conversation, as I told as I told my stepdad, like, some stuff that I didn't like that I thought weren't healthy about how he brought me up, then it, it just brought him, like, it, it probably, like, peeved him off or pissed him off for, like, generations because, like, then that probably made him question how he brought up his daughter, my stepsister, and, like, how he was brought exactly. up. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, like, there was obviously certain things, but, like, people want to be, like, oh, like, people that are happy or like content where their lives don't want to be told their lives were not a lie per se but not right completely completely right Mm -hmm. healthy there's mm -hmm. yeah you feel me and like that's and that's kind of like that i feel like i often connect that with like how why people are so set in like being like on their side of whichever politics like they are whether they're like left-leaning they're liberals and mm-hmm. slash progressive or they're moderate, which is in the middle or they're very like, or they're Trump supporters. Like, like they're not, these Trump supporters, bro, aren't like, it's not like all of them are terrible people. I'm sure some of them are, but there's terrible people everywhere. It's just like, it's just like when we're brought up to believe in a certain thing, it's so hard for us to like, to like be like, you know what? Maybe that's not completely right. right. And break that cycle. No, definitely. And that's, what, yeah, I feel that. Open for that. Oh. Motherfuckers just need to let go of their ego. And that means we all need to. Not just like they. Right, everyone. Yeah. You get me. Everyone. Yes, sir. Okay, Drell, let us know. Let the listeners know what what you got going on for the rest of the year. Uh, Right now, I have an EP coming out later this year um got some merch coming out with that and yeah i'm just pretty much just working on the the project right now and getting that whole thing set it up for later on this year and just like you know trying to stay on a good healthy diet and that's about it for sure you gonna send me a little sneak peek that we could put in the podcast or what's up Yeah, yeah, def- yeah. Depending on, yeah, we can we can figure out something. Uh oh, <laughs> y'all hear that? That's why you should stay to the end of the motherfucking podcast. What's the What's the EP gonna be called? Uh, undecided right now. Damn, undecided right now. That's a hard name. <laughs> I've never heard that right before. Now. Earn Earn is the short. You are in, I like that. You are in an an (laughs) I-R-L. In real life. Undecided right now in real life. (laughs) Exactly. All righty, then. Yo, Drell, thank you so much for having that conversation with us. Um, And I'm excited to have you on future future episodes. I mean, the the whole... um, series is called Unguarded Conversations. So 
I'm excited to kind of like join you and share this mm-hmm. journey with you on like how we both like delve into not our shit. It doesn't even have to be our mm-hmm. shit mentally, but like explore and like kind of like enjoy the world with our guard down, you know? Exactly. I like that. Big better sense. Big better sense. All right, Mondrell. Does no does anyone know your name is your government name? Or should I they keep do, that? A but yeah, don't put that in there though. We we, we could we could cut it out. Trying to give me a hug, smelling like cake batter. I'm uh, free ice cream and some Tropicana. If you split this way, don't forget banana. Bubble gum in the trunk. We was outside with the gang going dumb. Ice cream tripping on me. Ice, ice, ice cream tripping on me. Yeah. Ice cream tripping on me. I'm, I'm, I'm calling zero to threes. Yeah. Ice cream tripping on me. Ice, ice, ice cream tripping on me. Yeah. Ice cream tripping on me. I'm, 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 I